0: you use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast, and it looks like most of March and some of April is going to be this amazing series of episodes from the Potapalooza conference, one day conference. So in one day, it looks like I am probably going to do almost eight interviews in (laughs) one day. We'll see how the last one goes. <laughs> and Keep you on your toes. Yeah, exactly. But it's a great way to be able to pile out a bunch of episodes in, you know, a very short space of time. So that's why I love doing it. But I'm glad it's not every week. It's every few months. Now, I have with me Huda Bach, and she's a leading expert on professional image and personal branding now she's worked with a lot of women but I'm so glad that she's here today and she is going to be sharing with us how to dare to stand out you know how do you own the stage get clients and make money and uh, I know what she's going to share is going to be beneficial not only for the female uh, audience members but also for the male ones as well so welcome to the show Huda. Thank you. It's such a pleasure. So Huda, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get into all of this?
1: You know, it's interesting because I started this and I heard somebody else earlier talking about how he came into this by accident. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting story is that I I grew up actually in the fashion industry. So it would make sense that I would learn to be an image consultant, but (laughs) I was actually on the track to, for business. I have a business degree. I specialized actually in hotel management. Okay. And so what was interesting is an injury right out of school kept me out. And so I started to intern and little by little, as I was interning with this uh, award winning image consultant, I got to see the behind the scenes. And it's like, oh, so what I started to develop as time went on. So I was only in my early, early 20s. So I started my business in 89 is when I launched on my own. And my first professional talk was in 1990. And it just kind of grew from there. And the interesting thing that I noticed is that maybe it started as external image, but that's such a small part of it.
0: Mm, true.
1: Because true. a lot of it is what we think about ourselves, how we see ourselves. Yeah. Makes the difference.
0: I think it does. You know, I I read a book. Actually, it's on my shelf there. Convince them in 90 seconds. So it was basically, you know, that first impression. And I read the book and I'm thinking, oh, he's going to, you know, tell me how to dress. Tell me how to do this. Tell me how to do that. And a lot of the book was about your internal confidence.
1: Yes. Can I tell you a short story? That's really, it just came to my mind. I remember gosh, this is, I have not thought about this in a long time. So I remember working, you know, I I perfected the image because I grew up in the Middle East. I'm originally from the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And I perfected the outside image because it was all the high-end, you know, French, the Givenchy, the Yves Saint Laurents and all of that. And so it was just very much external. So even when I started my business, everybody was focusing on how you look. Yes. And back in the late eighties, if you remember, uh, I don't know, you're not that old the big huge shoulder pads and then the how to look awesome. like a man yes so it was everything the bob and everything that made you look more masculine but it was all externally focused yes. then what i started to realize i moved from the east coast to the west i'm in california and i noticed that some people that i worked with would catapult and move forward and look amazing For years after and a handful would not they'd revert to the old hair they'd revert back to how they used to look and what i realized then and again i was young so you know you only know so much what i realized is the those that i worked with on the inside like what i call the inner image are the ones who took off like a sky you know like what would you say like a rocket and never looked back. And those that I worked in predominantly, let's get you a wardrobe and get your hair cut and do your face. It did not last Mm -hmm. because you really have to match energetically and you need to resonate is what I realized. So that's why now I really say it's too, I do not work. I mean, for years, I no longer worked with just one or the other, but it's really the combination. It's a combo platter.
0: Well, I, I think it's really important one thing I've learned, like I don't fit any of the molds. Okay. I'm very tall. I'm a big lady. I'm big boned. I'm half black, half white. I mean, when I was a kid, I was more black when I'm now I look more white, like.
1: It's a beautiful combo. My daughter's mixed and
0: she's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I just finally realized that, you know, I can't go by what's in style. Yes. Oh yes. I have to go by what looks good on me. And that Mm -hmm. took a while because I'd feel so frustrated because first of all, I could never find clothes in my size, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I felt frustrated because, you know, I was trying to fit in by looking the way I was supposed to look. Yes. And those clothes would be uncomfortable. They didn't fit me well, you know, everything was unproportionate, but Mm -hmm. then when I finally started to dress for me and, and the way I felt and the way that made me come alive, Yes. All of a sudden, people started noticing, and they're like, "Oh, I love that outfit!" Right? And, but well, it was because I was comfortable in my own skin.
1: Yes, and I bet that people wouldn't necessarily just say, "I love the outfit," but they say, "You look amazing." What have you done, Kim? What's going on with you? Because it's not like well, let me tell you this. So, for example, I could take anybody and dress her. And after working with, so my first twenty years, I worked with men and women. Mm-hmm. And then I've specialized more with women for the past 12 years because I do like to work more on the internal okay yes. so this part I'll say that I can take any woman let's just say or any any person yes. and after 900 people one on one that I've worked with I'm I'm super confident that they're going to look amazing it's no 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 question but If I put you in something that's like a bright red suit and 90% of the people in the room are gonna say, oh my God, you look amazing. What have you done? But you're not comfortable in that red lipstick or that red suit or those pumps or the hair, you're gonna kind of walk in stiff and you're gonna be so self-conscious. And this is the part where I say, it's not just the physical, but mental, emotional and spiritual aspects of your image. You're going to feel, you know, and you can't see me as well now, but like you're going to be contracted, your energy will be contracted, you'll be self-conscious and you're not going to look good no matter what anyone says, it has to be authentic.
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm almost six feet tall. You put me in heels, man. I feel like I'm going to fall over all the time. You know, yeah. I got to walk. I can barely walk in the things, let alone walk.
1: <laughs> and you don't even need to, but I do have two six foot ladies who love their heels and, and yeah. they do tower over the guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, know? I am not a heels put me in flats. Yeah. I'm happy. Right. But, yeah. but again, I know women who you know, would feel very uncomfortable in flats. Like they've always got to have some sort of heels yes. on. Right. Yes, and I mean, I've do. seen them run in heels and I'm like, how do you run in those things when I can't even walk in them?
1: <laughs> it, it it really is because you know why it becomes part of their personal brand as well. Yes. So the other part of my work really is your personal brand. Mm-hmm. Now my business name is authentically you image, mm-hmm. but it's really who are you? What's your market? Who are you trying to attract? And your why? And all those put together.
0: <laughs> <all> those, <laughs> if you're all watching those, the video, she's got her cat visiting her while we're doing the interview. <laughs> um,
1: so all of those put together is really what makes you who you are. And there are some women who without their heels, they don't feel as empowered. I mean, so to them, it means something. Um, One of them, I don't know that she'll want me to say this, but I'll say the title of her entire course and her website has to do with red boots. Hmm. And it's something in the healing profession, but it's, it's just whatever is your personal brand and whatever your, your take on it is Mm -hmm. makes or breaks it for you. That is so
0: awesome. So I want to let you loose for a little bit, because I know that you have some practical things that that you can share with us. So, you know, how how do you start to go about this? And I'm going to let you loose to talk for a little bit. And, uh, you know, then I'm, I'm going to ask you some questions.
1: Yes. So what I would say is to start with three questions. Before we go further, because whatever I say, I want you to take with a grain of salt. And this is to the guys as well as the ladies, because it starts with you. And my biggest question is always, are you who you want to be or who everyone else expects you to be? Mm, now, guys, whoever's hearing this, and I'll repeat it. It applies to you as well but it will apply to the ladies a little bit more just because of our upbringing and anybody over 35 has had it drilled into her at some point. Don't be too loud. Don't be too cocky. Don't be too whatever. Aggressive, aggressive, bossy leadership. All of those things that have been opinionated. Oh, (laughs) you know, those are the things that have been touted for guys and like, Oh, look at Johnny. Isn't he just so such leadership qualities on the playing field? But no, you need to be a good girl and be quiet and wait till yes, you're I might call you the B word. Because it's the B word,
0: yeah. And it ain't just bossy. Yeah, exactly. But we won't we won't say it. This is a clean podcast, but everyone knows Absolutely. what we're talking about here. <laughs> right.
1: So I do start with, are you who you want to be or who everyone expects you to be? The second question is, who is it that you are? And I don't always like to say who you're becoming because I truly believe we already are whole. Yes. We may have been not beaten or beaten out of us, but we may have had things happen in our lives that have made us play small a little bit. And again, guys, as well as the ladies, right? Maybe you were told to be certain things or no, 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 don't talk about that. I want you to talk about this. Um, one of the speakers that we had today, who today you're talking about, Pot-a-lu- Potapalooza, is they're saying, do what the market is asking of you. And, you know, I'm a member of the National Speakers Association for a number of years, I will say yes to honor that. And I would also say honor you first, because if you have something and a message that you want to share, Please share it. Obviously, see what the market is, because if you're sharing a message that isn't one that the market is ready for, just find a way to make it work for you and for the world. Right. So, again, I who agree are you. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're speaking. And then your personal branding twist to that is who's your market? Yes, because based on your market, then your message will uh, differ and be um, it'll be more personalized. And that's the part that I really want people to focus on. So once you know your message and you know your market and you know who you are, not what people expect of you, then you can design a look because I could sit here and tell you wear a suit. And I'll, I'll give you a, a, a story. I had somebody from one of the major banks. It's like a worldwide bank. so It's one of the biggest banks. And she was working. She had a, a corporate job. Uh, obviously, she worked for the bank, but she had a mission to work with people that were blue collar. She was showing up in her BMW and three piece suit. So, and, 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 and more detail, of course, she said, I would go in there. I wanted to get the business in and out and be done with it. And so for her, we had to, I softened her look. I really was after her to soften. Let's let go of the suit. Let's let go. Like your car is your car fine, but let's soften you, make you a little bit more approachable, a little bit more easy to talk to because she was getting doors, not quite slammed on her, but not allowing her in. So not only you well, because you're, she was so
0: strong and you're dealing your audience is not that strong.
1: Correct. So whoever tells you you're a banker, therefore you must wear X or you're in advertising. You must wear funky glasses or have an asymmetrical haircut. No, it's who are you? It's mm-hmm. it must be authentic to you. Yeah. Now, now let me add this, Kim, is that it, and the caveat is if you do like bright pink hair, And you are doing giving a deposition or something that may not be the best because there are certain expectations of certain businesses. Yes. Within that truly be yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, I think it can be a combination. Right. And, And that's where your expertise comes in, because you can look at the trends, you can look at, you know, what, what is expected for the certain marketplace, but still come up with a look that the person can own. Yes.
1: In fact, the name of my, my Facebook group is own your image. Mm -hmm. And my, my title is really learn to own the stage. Yes. Be comfortable in the spotlight because that's the only way that you're going to get clients and make more money for yourself is really finding that sweet spot. Of who you are, your message and being comfortable and confident in that, because otherwise you'll show up in a position of being less than, you know, like if you're a tank, it wouldn't be at 100 percent or even at 80. And you want to be in order to resonate with your clients and attract people. You want to be at that 90 hundred percent as much as possible.
0: Yeah, like yesterday I went and got my hair done. So obviously half black, half white, but my hair is all black, like full black <laughs> yeah. afro. Okay, there's nothing white in my hair. Well, okay, there is gray, but nothing white in my. <laughs> and I I hadn't been for like over a year with COVID and that. Um, you know I've got a grandson who can't be uh, vaccinated, so I made the conscious choice, and I'd ha- because of my specific type of hair, I have to travel to a specialized hairdresser to get my hair done I can't go to just any hairdresser to do my hair because they don't know how so you know this last couple of weeks I'm like my hair was just driving me nuts right like it was not the image I wanted to portray but you know I did it because I wanted to protect my family right and that and that was a conscious decision but it did hit the point where I was like okay it is Time to do something. Everything's opening up here. We finally just opened up in Ontario. I'm getting my hair done. <laughs> yeah, because you
1: guys went back a little bit. We were in California. Well, we went into yeah, full we lockdown. To mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah. we, we've been in, well, I mean, we've never stopped being in some form of lockdown, but we yeah. we went back into full, complete lockdown for the last couple few months, right? So it's like mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and Omicron was spreading so fast so far. I thought, you know what? It's not worth it. And, you know, I see my grand baby all the time, my grand toddler. And he's yeah. more important than anything, right? So yes. So yeah. I wanted to say thank you. We, we've pretty well out of time. These are, are slightly shorter episodes than we normally do. But Huda, if people have been listening to this and they say, you know what? I could use some help and support. How can they connect with you?
1: I would love it. You know, I would give you my full name dot com. So it's Huda dot com. That's H-U-D for David, A, and then B for Bach, B for boy, sorry, A, A, K. So it's Huda dot com there. I do have. um a free gift on there. And it's about your style guide. Sorry, guys, this is for the girls. But if any men are interested, I have worked with over 100 men. So, you know, feel free to reach reach out to me that way. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. And I, I often do free strategy sessions. So it's all on the website. Happy to help.
0: Oh, so awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been Huda Bach and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Hi. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book, at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.